Greetings. Um, hello, everybody. Greetings. What is up? It is it is I, ZPP Policeman, and this is Shade Pubman. And today we are talking about, you know, the one and only, the big bad situation. One that has swept the entire globe, and it is not coronavirus. We're talking about something much bigger, badder, and actually scarier than that. Because let's be honest, we're all used to coronavirus. It's something we can adapt to. But even worse, it's something we can adapt to, but we choose not to. And that situation is 20 protests, not just around the U.S., but around the globe. And I'd like to just get straight into it and just say the problem with these protests, not the riots. The riots, we already know, it's so explanatory, the riots. But the rioters might have a point, and the protesters might actually have to listen. And we'll get into that now, and I'll just say the protesters' biggest mistake is they're being submissive. And when I say that, I mean being peaceful is okay, but to a certain extent. You know, a lot of people are going to these protests, and they they just being peaceful, but they're also being submissive in a way where they're, they're standing up to the cops. When it comes time for the cops to brutalize the shit out of them, even if it's peaceful, it's just like a, a what the hell, you know? And everybody's like, well, goddamn, you know, what, what the fuck just happened? You know, be the cops brutalize us. I understand that that's not how this shit works. You know, the cops are going to brutalize people even if they're protesting peacefully. It does not matter. But when you look at the 2017 white nationalist, white supremacist rallies that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, you know, and other places throughout the nation at the time, these white supremacists went full redneck mode and they showed up with tactical gear, ammunition, assault weapons, body armor, helmets, gas masks to protect them from tear gas from the cops, and riot shields of their own. And that just goes to show that these motherfuckers, what I will say about this, as much as I don't like white nationalists, I hate white supremacists and white supremacy, these motherfuckers were still smart. I can't deny that. Because when they showed up with all this weaponry and gear and equipment the police did not brutalize them at all because they knew if they try to make a move these motherfuckers would light them up these motherfuckers will really whoop their asses and they were the cops and they were still afraid too afraid to do shit to them but the reason the cops are brutalizing these protesters is because these protesters are showing up with this Martin Luther King Dalai Lama mentality of well, let's not bring weapons. Let's not bring any anything. We want to show them that we're peaceful. We're not a threat. We're not here to cause any harm or trouble. But the cops do not see that as they're not here to cause any harm or trouble. They see it as they're defenseless. We can take advantage of that. Let's get them. And because of that, the cops are still going to brutalize these protesters. But I guarantee you, 
if the protesters, if these people took a rule out of the playbook of their own enemy and they showed up with gear and weapons and shit strapped to the fucking chest of their feet, them cops would not touch them. They wouldn't. But they, you know, they want to go in and be like, oh, let's let's not, you know, show up with any weapons, no way to defend ourselves. And then they wonder why the cops just fucking ambushed them and beat their asses, tear gassed them, rubber bullets shot their asses left and fucking right, jammed a nightstick up their ass and twisted it off. And they understand that, you know, these cops do not care if you are peaceful or not or unarmed. They just see you have no way to protect yourself. We can take advantage of that. And they will. And there you go. If these motherfuckers want to stop the police from brutalizing, they need to show the police that they cannot brutalize them and get away with it. Or that it won't be easy. And that they can still put up a fight if need be. And that's why I say, shit, the rioters might actually have a point. Because they're actually pulling up and they fucking running the fucking show. And... And they're going out here with the strap. You know, the white nationalists, they pulled up with fucking guns and shit. They at least, as much as I hate the motherfuckers, at least they have the balls to pull up to the police with fucking, you know, AR-15s in this motherfucking body armor. So that the police would know that if they try and make a move and go ham or go hard, they be going home. And they be going home in body bags. But these protesters... They want to have the balls to protest, but not the balls to bring the necessary tools to defend themselves should things go south. Just because they don't want to risk looking like, you know, oh, he fucking beat up a cop. They fucking shot back at police officers. Well, you know, as much as the media is good at twisting shit to make it seem like the good guy is the bad guy and vice versa, you still got to do what you got to do because these cops are going to take advantage of your defenseless and they're going to beat the shit out of you and do whatever the fuck they want. And I'll leave it to you. What do you think on this, big man? Um, People should actually do exactly what you said they should do. Bring weapons just in case. Because even though they have the right to protest peacefully, the cops aren't going to see it like that. I mean, it's not like they're targeting cops themselves. They're protesting normally. So they got to have precautions. Yep, and and Sandy's doing the same thing and expecting different results. These protesters, I'm going to say this, the truth is a lot of these protesters are actually at fault themselves because you know you, they're, they're putting too much faith and hope in the fact that oh, we can go here, if we go here and we be peaceful, the cops won't brutalize us. They won't, they won't try and do anything to us because we're being peaceful and respectful and orderly. They're putting too much faith in that. And therefore, they're not preparing accordingly. And so they just end up getting shitted on. And that's just, that's kind of their fault at that point. Because you put too much hope and faith in the fact that you being civil will get the result of them being civil with you. When that's not how that always works. And you came unprepared. In the eyes of Mother Nature, those who prepare are favored. Those who adapt, if they're not prepared, if they at least adapt, they'll be favored too. 
But if you keep going to these protests doing the same thing, you have no weapons, no way to defend yourself. These motherfucking protests are showing up with coronavirus masks. But these white nationalists showed up with gas masks, tactical masks. So the police, even if they tear gassed them, it wouldn't do shit. They showed up with, with, with facial gear and protection. And that's why those white nationalists were able to have those rallies and get away and go home. Most of them went away and went home. Only 11 of them out of the thousands that showed up to those rallies went, went and got arrested. But other than that, they, they had their rally. They had their way. And they went to all, all went to go home. And these protesters, they're showing up with no way to protect themselves. They're getting arrested. They're getting brutalized. If they do go home, they're going home with bruised eyes, fat lips, and fucking broken ribs. And that's because as much as I hate the white nationalists and the white supremacists, they were still smart. They still knew that if they pulled up to this rally with arms and weapons and gear, if they came prepared, the police wouldn't be able to do nothing to them. And these white nationalists at these rallies were being violent. They were being violent. And they still went home, got away, and went home, did whatever the fuck they did. And the cops couldn't do that much shit to them. Because many of them came prepared. These these protesters, they are coming out with nothing. No gear, no weapons, no body armor, no shields, no gas masks, no tear gas masks, nothing. And they're just getting massacred. They're getting body slammed by these cops. They're getting shitted on. They're just getting absolutely torn up. And that's because they are not preparing. If they took a rule out of the playbook of their own enemy and they prepared, they were, they, these protesters would have fucking, you know, not only stood a chance, the cops wouldn't even touch them. The cops wouldn't even try to do anything. They just let them protest and that's it. But the cops see that they're defenseless. They have no way to protect themselves from anything the cops have. So the cops are taking advantage of that. You know, they don't care if you mean peaceful. Um, and so, so why? What, what, why is it that these white nationalists showed up with their guns and all this shit and equipment and gear and they came prepared, but these protesters, Black Lives Matter, didn't prepare at all? Well, it's many things. Um, uh, one thing is it's the Martin Luther King mindset where... A lot of the times, you know, civil rights rallies and activists and protesters would go completely unprepared. These people will walk and march with no way to defend themselves. And these protesters today in 2020, decades later, you know, they see it as let's just do the same thing Martin Luther King did. You know, protests of their time. We will just show up with nothing. And, of course... You're doing the same thing, you will get the same results. And the cops brutalized civil rights activists and protesters in the 60s and 50s. They're going to do it now in the 20s because they just see, oh, hey, man, these dudes ain't got shit to protect themselves. Go off on them. Um, and they also think, you know, hey, if we just be peaceful. We don't have no gear, no weapons, no nothing. The cops will see that we have no way to harm them and they won't think we're a threat and they'll let us do our thing. When 
that's what Martin Luther King and his folks thought. But look what happened to them. They got fucking gassed. The cops beat them up with nightsticks. They sprayed them with water hoses because they didn't see them as, oh, these monkeys came here, ain't got nothing. Uh, they're barely a threat. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. Nope, they saw it as, these monkeys are defenses, boys. Let's go in on them. Take which one you want. And it's the same thing now. They think that because it's the year 2020, cops don't have that many racist cops among their ranks and, and they're going to be more civil. No. You can't put that much faith in people and human beings, um, especially in this time right now. Another thing is they, they believe that they can use a guilt trip factor where these protesters, some of them actually know that if they go to these protests defenseless with no way to fight back or defend themselves from the cops if they decide to, you know, bust a move, then people can record the cops, brutalizing them, unprovoked. They have no way to defend themselves. and that The videos will go viral around the world, and then people will see, you know, holy shit, that cop's being an unarmed dude. That really is police brutality. And then they'll be on the side of the protesters due to more so guilt and sympathy. But at the same time, that's only going to work for so long. And eventually, the time will just come where you're just, you're just going to have to fight back against the police officers. It's not, you know, let them rest. Fuck that. You actually have to fight them. And the American people, American citizens, do have the right to protect themselves from abusive and brutal police officers. You know, we do have the right to, you know, kick an officer's ass. If they try and wrongfully, you know, beat the shit out of us. We do have a right to pull the strap on an officer. They pulled their strap on us and we had, we ain't did nothing. You know, as Americans, we don't have our guns just to protect ourselves from criminals and convicts. We have our guns to protect ourselves from corrupt cops. And, you know, so if authorities want to abuse their authority and power over us, we can protect our liberties and freedoms by saying, yeah, I don't care if you're the authority, man. You know, I also have my constitutional authority to pop your ass and you trying to get fucking crazy with me for no reason. And I ain't broken out a damn law. You know, uh, one dude on Instagram said in a comment, the police have the right to detain you for 24 hours for no reason. I told him, police have the right to suck my dick. Because that's a police state. This is the U.S. We don't fuck with that shit. We um we're gonna have to try something new. We can't be doing the same things over and over again. Cause like you said, we can only do that for so long before it stops working. How many times are we gonna show somebody getting brutalized, wronged by an authority member or figure, and everyone jumps to the protester side or the victim side, and then we just say blame cops. We gotta do more than that. Yeah. And do we necessarily need to go out and pop pop uh, cops in the head? Fuck no. But we do need to be prepared because these white nationalists, as violent as they were being when their rallies happened, they didn't open rounds on cops. They just had their guns and their gears for caution. So in case the cops and SWAT teams and riot teams pulled up with any fucking kind of crazy ass you know, shit like tear gas and all that, 
it wouldn't really do much. And I guarantee you, if the cops really did try anything on those white nationalists at those rallies, the cops would actually get by. Because those white nationalists, you know, they were white nationalists. They were like, Blue Lives Matter, we support our boys in blue, you And so they weren't going to open fire on cops anyway. Most of the cops fucking knew they weren't. So, yeah. And the cops saw, okay, they got guns, we got guns. Let's have it where none of us make a move. And everybody does their thing, we all go home. And that's exactly how that went. If these protesters do the same thing where they pull up with guns and straps and they pull up with the gear and the armor, which they have the right to because if these white nationalists did it, that means these motherfuckers can do it too. And these white nationalists went home. Got to. As long as they don't pop off any rounds, they don't shoot their guns and go off for no reason, they'll be fucking okay. They just need to have their guns to show the cops if you motherfuckers try to make a move you know, you ain't gonna get it easy. You know, so the cops won't even, no one will even have to shoot at all, because the cops will just see the guns, and they'll say, oh shit, you know, well, they got guns, they got gear, and tactical masks, and gas masks to protect them. We really can't do shit. So just let them pass and do their thing, and we're all good. You know, because then they'll just see, okay, well, they have the ability to fucking stop us if we try and go crazy. So, then it won't do nothing. Um, and, yeah, we need to change up. We need to do something different. We Again, we don't need to be violent, but we do need to have the ability to be violent. So, in case things go south, we can protect ourselves. Because those who do not have the ability to protect themselves you know, they get fucked. It was like this. These protesters have the right goal, but they don't have the right mindset to go with it. You're trying to build a skyscraper with sticks and stones rather than using steel and metal beams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to end police brutality, protest against racism and racial injustice, but they're they're using the same strategy. They're using old-fashioned ways. They're using Martin Luther King's tactics. His tactics all the way from the 60s and 70s you know, and, and whatever time. Not, not 70s. The 60s. That's old. That's old school. It's time that we we use better shit. You know, we need to use 2020 tactics, not Martin Luther King tactics all the way from decades ago. What's that going to do? You know, you need to use the tools of the modern world given to you. You need to use modern tactics because those who move ahead, they get ahead. Those who use the same shit, they get the same shit. They don't get ahead. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, honestly, well, I don't, we'll touch on the Black Lives Matter thing itself, but if somebody had, or people had the right idea for the solution or a way to help it out, then less and less of this stuff would be happening. Maybe not go away completely, but it will gradually decrease. And it's like, it's like, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but yes, I'm actually, what you're saying, I'm putting to example, 
For instance, posting black screen ain't doing shit. Peacefully protesting ain't doing shit. Taking a knee and kneeling ain't doing shit. Talking ain't doing shit. Negotiating ain't doing shit. Being peaceful ain't doing shit. We've been peaceful for the longest fucking time, but being peaceful with your enemy does not make them less of your enemy. Being peaceful with your oppressor does not stop them from oppressing you. Being peaceful with violent people does not make them peaceful like you. Sadly, the way the human world works is violence is a necessity. It will not go away because violence is actually one of the many ways we solve our problems. People say violence doesn't solve anything. That just makes things worse. Sometimes, true, but there are also many times in history where violence has actually fucking changed the world and make this shit go around. We're human beings. Sorry, but that's the real world. That's the reality we live in. And people who say violence isn't the answer are people who are bitch and they're too scary and pussy to accept the truth and reality that sometimes you need to fight back. You can ask my mom, my dad, all my friends and family that whenever some kid in school was bullying me, bothering me, if they put their hands on me, I beat their ass. And they can tell you, he did. And guess what? After I whooped the bully's ass and I beat the shit out of them, they stopped. But I noticed that whenever I was the bigger man, quote unquote, and I ignored them or I told an adult, that didn't make them stop bullying me. That didn't make it go away. That sometimes made it worse even. But when I beat their ass, they stopped. And it's the same thing in this situation. They These dudes want to stop a bully, a.k.a. brutal police officers, corrupt police officers, racist police officers, but they don't want to do what it takes to stop a bully. They're saying, we'll just be the bigger man. We'll just, we'll just be peaceful. We'll just, you know, say stop. Leave me alone. Stop bullying me. And then I'll probably make them stop. No. Sometimes your bully will hear you say stop bullying me and they'll just keep doing it even more. They'll even get worse. You know, you can't go and bitch and cry to an adult or the teacher expecting them to help you. You got to stand up for your fucking self. If the fucking cops want to brutalize you and be racist to you, okay, well, then motherfucker, stop trying to just say, I'll be the bigger man and handle this in a mature way. Fuck that. Are they being the bigger man with you? Are they being mature with you? Fuck no. And yeah, you'll have to stoop down to that level. Yeah, well we'll get just as bad as they are. But that's the fucking point. It's not like we'll get as bad as they are and we'll stay that way. It's we had to temporarily stoop down to their level and become as shitty as they are for one moment so we can give them a taste of their own medicine, show them how it feels, and then they fucking know, hey, we can't fuck with these people no more and get away with them. So we got to respect them unless we want to get the hurt. You know, fuck being the bigger man. Being the bigger man don't always solve your fucking problem. Sometimes being the bigger man is the equivalent of being the bitchy man. And ain't even being a man because you're being a bitch. And a man can't be no bitch. Like my mom always said, can't be a man and be no bitch. Can't let nobody walk over. My parents raised me where if anybody tries to fucking walk over me, I fucking put the hurt on them. And that's what I've always done. And every time I beat somebody's ass, even if I went to the extreme, and I may have used an excessive amount of force. I, you know, I, me, I, whenever I fight people, I take away every ability they have to fight back. 
Because I'm the type of person, I'm only going to fight somebody if they put their hands on me. I'm only going to fight somebody if they wrong me or if they wrong somebody else and they need their ass whooped. And therefore, I believe that if you put your hands on me and I did nothing to you, or you bullying me or somebody else and I or they did nothing to you, you don't deserve the right to fight back and defend yourself when people beat your ass back. Because that's fair. You put your hands on somebody else and they put their hands on you. All right, cool. You take your lick. You keep moving. You adjust accordingly. And every time I fought somebody, I take away every ability they have to fight back. I would never in any fight, I never allowed the motherfucker to even get a hit back on me because I didn't believe they had the right to even punch back. I believe they had the right to just sit there and fucking take it. Just like everybody else sat there and took their shit, they got to know how it feels. And when, you know, I put them in a headlock or I just keep punching them, or just keep hitting them to the point they're so disoriented they don't even know where I'm at or where to even punch, then I fucking, I fucking, you know, beat their ass a little bit and I let them go. And it's like, yeah, all right. And if they try and hit back, that just makes it worse. So when I realize, realize that, hey, they're disoriented, I got them cornered, they weak, they can't fucking fight back no more, I'll stop. And then they understand Shit, now I know how it feels, and they won't try it on nobody else. And these protesters got to do the same thing. If these cops ever get fucking wild with y'all and brutal with y'all, okay, well, you going to have to take a play a, a rule from the playbook of the rioters, of them white nationalists who had their fucking redneck-ass rallies, and you need to go ham. And then the cops will see, oh, shit. Yeah, they did go fucking off on us, but that's the point. They went off on us, so next time we need to be careful. And yeah, the cops will fart and start to fucking uh, they'll start to fucking get smarter and they'll be like, okay, now they're getting more aggressive. They actually rebelling against us and our force. We need new tactics. So the cops will adapt. We gotta adapt. All right, because you know they'll just adapt to us reacting and getting violent whenever they get violent. But that just gives us more reason to keep adapting. What you gotta do in those situations, man? Every time. Every time. Yeah, because if... Well, what a lot of people saying, we should be peaceful, what they're saying is, they're the same kind of people that say to kids who are getting bullied, oh, well, don't fight them, don't react. You'll just be giving the reaction that they want. Just walk away, just ignore them. And those kids live miserable lives. They just... They, 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 those people aren't teaching them to be the bigger man. You're teaching them to be submissive to their oppressors. And bullies, you're teaching them to sit there and take what's given to them, take the shit that's dealt to them. Me, I don't take shit. I always dish it back out. And when the other motherfucker gets mad at me and like you, you, you're dishing shit at me. I'm like, yeah, because you dissed at me first, and and I don't give a shit if other motherfuckers react to me and if they get mad at me because I didn't take their shit. That's the point. If you know who you're dealing with based on how they react to your reaction to them. If they're a person who deals shit out to you and then you deal shit back to them, they're like, oh, shit, he actually he actually dealt shit back to me. All right, I don't fuck with them like that no more. They're the type of people who know, hey, let me stop. But motherfuckers who dish shit out to people and they get mad at the person who dishes it back at them, they're like, that's when you know, hey, this is a... Toxic motherfucker. Those are some horrible people you're dealing with. Because they are the type of people who believe I should be able to dish shit to the world and they can't dish nothing back. 
well, too bad. Me, I dish it back to anybody. And, you know, I try to be fair about it. You know, this I do this with my own family, friends, people I don't know, people I do know. It doesn't matter. I treat everybody the same in that regard. If people dish shit to me, I'm going to dish it back at you. I don't care who the fuck you are. We can be related, not related. We can be friends, not friends. We can be enemies, not enemies. I don't give a fuck. Everybody gets treated the same by my ass. And if you don't want me to dish no shit to you, just don't dish no shit to me or anybody else. And you just fucking stay in your lane and be staying on. And these protesters, they understand that the cops are not going to always stay in their lane just because they stayed in their lane. Sometimes these cops are going to see you in your lane and they're going to be like, shit, let me bump into their lane. Well, you're going to have to bump them back out. Shit. Because... All this being the bigger man, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Dalai Lama bullshit, Nelson Mandela shit, where you just take it up the ass and let them fucking stomp you and beat you and brutalize you and you don't do nothing, don't fight back, you only make it worse. That's some gay shit. That's badger shit. That's bitch shit. That ain't gonna get you no results. That's just gonna show them, oh, he's letting me fucking beat him up and he ain't doing nothing. That means I can do it again. That means I can get away with it. And they'll keep doing that. And they'll keep doing it. But when you fight back, yeah, they'll fight you back for fighting back, but they'll understand, oh, he fought back. This dude hit hard. So I'm not going to fuck with him no more like I used to. And they'll be more careful. Doggy dog. That's what I go by. And what do you mean by that if you care to elaborate? <clears throat> Dog eats the bigger dog, becomes a bigger dog. A dog sees that bigger dog, he eats that dog, and it goes on and on. The bigger fish, just whoever the king of the hill is, just something like that. Whoever does outdoes the person in being bad for that person specifically, they do better and become essentially what they hate to some people, but they won't get messed with anymore. Until somebody steps up and the cycle repeats. Well, well, in this case, you ain't gonna become what you hate. Because <laughs> what we hate is motherfuckers that go out their way to oppress others unprovoked right. for no reason. Mm-hmm. But if you just, you know, show them that you can't oppress us and get away with it, and we'll beat your ass if you try. That's not becoming what you hate. That's just becoming the actual bigger man. The real bigger man isn't a man who ignores others and never stoops down to his enemy's level. The real bigger man is the man who says, you want to see a reaction? Stand up. I'll give you one. And then you're going to regret. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret wanting the reaction because that bigger man will give you a bigger reaction. Shit. You won't be what he hates. It'll actually be better because he stood up for himself. Being what you hate is when you be a bitch and you sit there thinking you being the bigger man because you're ignoring them. You're not responding. You're letting them do whatever they want to you. That's being what you hate. That's that's That means you hate yourself. If you never stand up for yourself, that means you hate yourself. You let motherfuckers run over you, walk over you, doormat your ass. You're going to be exactly what you hate. A bitch-ass motherfucker. A wimp. 
I swear, man. I don't. We need to change that mentality. Of, we gotta play nice. No, you can't. You just can't play nice. Because what's that's why I can't. You go yeah. ahead. No, you can go on. I want hear you. You gotta say. Um, it's like that's why I can't work in no fast food restaurants. You know, I can't work with no no places where you gotta work with, with people and customers because it's all this. You can't can't get mad at the customers. You gotta be nice, kill them with kindness. Killing people with kindness doesn't always work. Most of the time, it doesn't work because this world is not a world of kindness, motherfucker. And you know, oh, you can't drive out hate with more hate. Only love can do that. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes love is actually a better weapon than hatred itself. Very, very true. Um, sometimes you can kill people with kindness, you know, because some people just haven't been shown kindness. And once they're shown kindness from someone else, they're like, oh, shit. And they'll, they'll learn from examples, like, hey, somebody actually treated me nice, and that'll make them feel better and all that. But there are also times in this world where there are people where you, you can't show them kindness. You gotta get on their ass. You gotta fucking beat this shit up and knock the fuck out of them. And you just need to know when to do it and who you need to do it to. You know, you can't be nice and kind to everybody. You can't be mean and forceful to everybody. You know, you gotta you gotta you can still treat people the same and treat them fairly and treat everyone equally, but you also gotta know how do you approach and respond to different people. And it depends on your goal and what you're trying to do. These protesters, they're trying to build a skyscraper with sticks and stones. You can't just kill them with kindness. You can't just fucking be all peaceful. You can be peaceful in the beginning, but you cannot go to these protests unarmed, unprepared. And then when these cops, you know, start to provoke your ass and turn into an all-out brawl, then you can't do nothing to defend yourself, you know? Because you have the right to defend yourself against the police when they decide to get brutal and they were unprovoked. Um, it That's how it's always been. It, it really has always been like that. Because police ain't no better. They ain't untouchable, bro. Human being. Everybody mm-hmm. else. They just got authority on their side. So people make it seem like, oh, they can't be touched. Fuck that. Because when you throw a Molotov cocktail into a group of police officers, they run like everybody else. They run like everybody else. Because they're human. Yep. And so in that moment, I'd say uh, you know, it it is what it is. It's Motherfucker, it is what it is. You choose to adapt to it. Yep. You can't just take it in the ass, like you said. You gotta get around it, adapt. Be be versatile. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily be aggressive, but you do have to be assertive. And again, test of showing up with guns won't be them being violent. It'll just be them being prepared. So in case the police get violent, they they can do what they got to do. They got the right to defend themselves against the police. It don't matter if they're the police. Bitch, 
they still human motherfucking beings. If the police get violent with these protesters and they got the strap, then that's the police's. That's the police's big mistake. That's their, that's their fault. Because you knew these motherfuckers had arms and straps on them and you wanted to make the first move and be violent with them. You basically asked for them to shoot at your ass. And protesters, same with the protesters, turn into a riot and they get all violent and shit. You know, and they were unprovoked and the cops did nothing but just did their jobs to make sure they didn't turn to a riot. Then they asked for it, you know, it's, it's, it's fair in that regard. But motherfuckers are really out here taking the side of the police and saying, well, you know, they're just doing their job. Well, when they're doing their job, yeah, they are just doing their job. That's true. But when the police are being brutal and using excessive, unnecessary force, that's not them doing, just doing their job. That's them within the gender. Overkill. Mm. <laughs> like the Halo announcer, overkill. Yep. They don't need all that shit. You know, I think we should defund police fucking departments. I think we should reform this shit because we're getting somewhere, but we still ain't there. So we still got work to do. We need to get this shit defunded. We need to get this shit reformed. Because once that happens, you know, then maybe there's actually hope. And maybe there's actually faith, you know, because it'll be changed. But you you can't just sit there and let one side beat you into submission. You do have to beat them back. You know, you do have to fight back. Because if you don't, they'll just keep walking over you. Shit, that's the reason why I've I found out one of the main reasons why I've been miserable myself because I've been following the advice of ignoring them from ex I guess ex friends now and some family members because of our situations, you know. But now I realize I wasted all my happiness in adolescence all because I didn't know or didn't want to be on the radar. Or being on the spot. Some a lot of times you're gonna have to be on the spot because after you get that out of the way, then you'll be good from now. Well, not good from now on, but they'll mess with you less, and they'll know you as the person who fucked up that one douchebag that nobody liked, but they pretended to like. Because that's how grade school is. And I'm not gonna go on and rent how bad grade school is because everyone knows this. Is, we ain't talking about that, but it falls into this category with the police and the protesting. You gotta. And I hate to reiterate, but you gotta do something while they learn, which what will learn their mistakes. And they're not gonna learn their mistakes by you being kind. No, you gotta show it to them, give them a taste of their own medicine. That's how that's yeah. how it has to be. Yeah, and that's where it is what it is. Because yep. you know, dude, when you play Call of Duty or any video game, Battlefield, Destiny, Halo. Fortnite and your enemies are shooting at you. They're not going to stop shooting at you just because they see, oh, you're not shooting back. They're going to stop shooting at you when you shoot them back. And they're like, oh, shit. Either they're going to die and they'll stop shooting back or they're going to take that fire and like, oh, shit, he's, he's shooting bullets back. Let me take cover. I'm not yeah. trying to get hit. Myself. And then, yeah, they might return fire, 
but that don't mean you should stop firing just because they shot back at you. That means you should keep firing because you know I can damage them. I'm just as strong as the enemy. You know, I'm just as capable as them. They're still a human being. They still have flaws and weaknesses. What do they got? What do they don't got? Let me play upon them. Let me take advantage of it. What they do got, let me adapt to it. You got to get smarter. You got to be like water. You got to flow and ebb and adapt and change and bend and twist and contort. You can't just be a rock, rigid and still. Sometimes you can, and then the river will flow around you. But there are some times where you'll be that rock where the stream, the water, the force of the river will crack you. Even if you're the strongest boulder in that bitch, it'll still crack you. You know, the force of the water will still crack that stone. And so sometimes you got to be the stone. Sometimes you got to be the water. But you can't stay the same. You can't. You got to be different. And, And sometimes, you know, the protesters, you know, I understand now all protesters got the strap. But look back, let's, let's, let's look back at American history where there have been many times where when the people felt they were oppressed, what did they do? They got their arms. Look at the fucking Revolutionary War. All right. You know, George Washington and the rebels, the militiamen, the minutemen, them motherfuckers got their arms. They got their strap. You heard? They had, they had entire barns of rifles. Fucking cabins filled to the brim with ammunition and rifles. And they put up a good fight against the British. The British were one of the most well-trained, well-equipped, well-funded, most powerful militaries in the world. Giant-ass empire. And the militiamen tore their asses up. Because they said, oh, you want to fucking massacre us? Remember the, the Boston, the, the massacre, it was some massacre that happened, in, you know, before the revolution took place. You know, British soldiers fired upon civilians and massacred them. And guess what? That's all they needed to do. After that, the Revolutionary War was set. And this is the same situation. These officers are out here massacring motherfuckers. The corrupt cops, we need to lay into them. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're good cops. And the good cops, will they will show that they are good people. They will not take the side of the officers that are corrupt. But at the same time, even the good cops won't stop the officers that are corrupt. And you got you to gotta try and stop them, dude. You got to try and stop them. Not just sit there and help the people they beat down. You got to stop the officers that are beating other people down. Ain't you an officer too? Ain't you here to serve and protect? That means you got to serve and protect from other officers. Sometimes you got to take your own boys down for the greater good. And mm-hmm. And that is what it is. It sucks, but then he ain't your boy. He revealed he ain't really your boy if he out here beating people up and shit for no reason. Shit. You know, and and so protesters had to take arms. And a lot of cops, what a lot of cops are doing, they're busting into places that are harboring and sheltering protesters and dragging them out, all kinds of shit. Ain't that the same thing that British soldiers did to a lot of, you know, rebels? They fucking to places that were harboring and sheltering rebels, but broke into people's homes and pulled rebels out of them. Well, the rebels had guns. These protesters ain't got nothing. 
these protesters, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say true, they're dumb as fuck because they know they are going to get shitted on if they don't fucking do what it takes to adapt. And they need to adapt. They need to be prepared. And I understand, you know, hey, if you got guns and the cops say, oh, he got a gun, he's dangerous. But man, American citizens have the right to fucking bear arms. So the cops can shut the fuck up. Um, as long as you ain't using it to fucking hurt nobody. But these protesters need to grab their guns. They need to. And yeah, I know the National Guard are here too, but the National Okay, and the National Guard ain't fucking, you know, godlike. The National Guard, if they take the side of the corrupt cops and they firing on your ass for no reason, motherfucker, you can fire back at them. I don't give a shit. Alright? Because you know, I understand the National Guard has some corrupt motherfuckers and good motherfuckers. And the corrupt motherfuckers won't hold corrupt soldiers accountable. And the good motherfuckers will actually make sure that their soldiers are doing their shit and not fucking around. But there are still corrupt ones, so you gotta be prepared for them. Alright? I don't give a shit if this is the National fucking Guard. If the National Guard is joining the police in brutality, the National Guard need to be held accountable too. That's the thing I don't like. I don't like how people support the U.S. military and everything they do because it's the U.S. military. They do it. Man, truth is, U.S. military got a lot of corrupt motherfuckers just like the police department, the police system all across the U.S. You need to have their asses held accountable too because they're showing their true colors in this situation. They got National Guard, Guardsmen that are dealing with coronavirus. They trying to keep martial law in that sense. They got National Guardsmen out here trying to fucking keep protesters from rioting and shit, making sure everything running smooth. But you got the ones that are corrupt, and they out here to fucking run the agenda in this bitch. Hold them accountable, too. So it's really not that different. It shouldn't be that different. It's all about accountability, bro. Accountability. And... I say this, this this country, bro. When shit hits the fan, I'm fucking. I'm probably gonna be out. I might stay and fight. I might fucking leave. I don't know, but I recommend to a lot of people leave the U.S. But if you want to have the courage to stay and change it, I'll support you. If you really want to leave it, I'll support you too. But some need be done. Motherfuckers that don't want to stay and fight, leave. Motherfuckers that want to stay and make a difference and change shit, stay. Put up a fight. But grab your arms. Do not make the mistake that Martin Luther King and his protesters made where they were unarmed. You had to be like Malcolm X because they killed Martin Luther King. He was peaceful. These protesters, now they peaceful. They still brutalizing them, tear gassing them, beating the shit out of them, arresting them. And they are peaceful protesters. Being civil and not breaking any law. They still shitting on them. So why be peaceful when they're going to be violent regardless? You better go on. That's just, we got to, no. That is a good question. Yeah, people can't solve it. No, they can solve it. They just too bitch because a lot of people are submissive. They're afraid of confrontation. They're afraid of some force and violence. They're afraid of some bloodshed. And I get that. I don't like fighting, but whenever motherfuckers in school try and bother my ass, I fight them anyway, as much as I didn't like it, 
because yeah, I'll get suspended. Yeah, I'll be on the way, but but it doesn't matter in that moment. It no. matters. I'm gonna beat this kid's ass, and when I come back to this bitch, I bet he ain't gonna fuck me never again. And showing up, none of them kids did. Same thing here. Yeah, there'll be some bloodshed. Yeah, there'll be a little bit of fighting and violence. But motherfucker, it's a necessity sometimes. This is human nature. This is a human world. This is reality. This is real life. Stop being a bitch and staring up. It don't mean the officer's gonna necessarily pop caps in your ass because they see you pull up with guns. They'll just say, okay, he got a gun. As long as he don't point it at us, we ain't gonna point ours at him, we good. And if the officer's trying to make a move, then they're going to get popped. And you need to have not just one motherfucker with guns. You need to have the whole whole protest group with rifles so that they know they got a whole fucking firing squad in this bitch. Do not fucking fuck with them protesters. They got, they got tools and weapons and gear and shields and shit. The white nationalists have all they shit. These motherfucking protesters need to take a, need to take a rule out the enemy's playbook. Because if you take a rule out the enemy's playbook and you play by your own rules, but you use some of the enemy's rules against them, guess what? You you automatically at an advantage because you're using your rules plus their own rules, their own medicine against them. So they won't know how to react at all. Tactics right there. Tactics, man. Different tactics, but these motherfuckers don't want to use that. They want to do what Martin Luther King did. Yeah. You're going to end up like Martin Luther King, except you ain't going to get the res- you ain't going to get no results. At least Martin Luther King, that was what he believed in, and he achieved something. These motherfuckers, they're going to die with nothing achieved. It will do nothing. Such a shame. Such a, a shame, man, that he had to go out like that. But he, he needs what he needed to do. Be more and, and now these motherfuckers are doing what they need to do. They're trying to do what they need to do, but in these moments, we can't afford to go out like he did because he went out like he did to make sure we don't go out like how we how he gonna go out. Okay, but he didn't die. It's a sacrifice to make sure that we don't get fucking dropped and popped in this motherfucker. I guarantee you, we'll get fucked up. And when they fuck us up, we won't be able to achieve nothing. We'll be dead. Fucking we do then. It'll be yep. too late. Yep. It'll be too late. And we're gonna so we're gonna have to stop using Martin Luther King's tactics. We're gonna have to look back at an old player, Malcolm X, look at his tactics. We don't need necessarily be violent. We need to be able to be violent. So whenever yeah. the time comes, we can defend ourselves. And but we still won't resort to violence as the first option. But we still need to have it as an option. If you do not have violence as an option at all, not only are you weak, you're completely defenseless. You won't be able to do nothing. You won't be able to change nothing. You know. You can still have violence as an option. As a matter of fact, you need to have it as one of your options because every other strategy won't work, guaranteed. You know, but violence as the last resort, it always, it always had, if it doesn't necessarily work, it at least gets something done. 
Well, man, I've been saying that for a long time. But I haven't been saying it out. So that proves your point, man. You, you got to speak up. You got to act act out. You got to do something. Because if you just sit there and just hope for the best, only nothing's going to come from it. Yeah. No. You want to... You, you wanna... You want to build a skyscraper of mm-hmm. justice and equality, but you ain't using metal and steel beams. You're using sticks and stones. So, yeah. you, want, you need to have the tools to reach your goal. You want to reach the island, but you want a little wooden raft. You need a boat, motherfucker. You need a boat and you need food. This little raft ain't going to cut it. The waves and the water are going to push that motherfucker over. But if you have a boat, you can reach that island. If you want to land on the moon, you can't just use no fucking man cannon. You need a fucking rocket. You know what I'm saying? You want to fucking climb this mountain, but you ain't got the climbing gear. You just got your snow boots. And that's it. You know, this is um, reminiscent of my next tangent I'm about to go on. Now, I've told you this, but everyone else should hear it. Do black lives matter? They do matter, like any race. But if they, like I said before to you, if they really matter, and this correlates to what I'm about to say, why don't they matter when they get unjustified any other time that's not by authority? Because, like you said, you need the sticks and th- stone, uh, stones, sticks and stones to make a building. If you don't have the steel beams, and you need a boat if you don't have a raft. So, if you want to do what you want to do and need to do, don't half-ass it. Actually, do it for all and anything. Because you're saying Black Lives Matter only when a cop brutalizes a black man, but you don't do it when they get killed by each other or unjustified. When it comes to the price or anything like that, you don't they don't matter then based on your actions, they only matter when the media looks good for you or you look good for the media when they die. And that may not be the case, but as people like to say actions speak loud in the words, when they do that, their actions speak that they don't they only care when it looks good on them. And like the accountable Marine Corps motto, faith in yeah. action. Yep. Faith in action which means not only do you put faith in your actions that you are doing the best you can but there's also the fact that people have faith of who you are based on your actions i have somebody is a bad person because they have lack of action or lack of to equal and you have faith in the fact that your actions do prove who you are. Not faith in your words, faith in your actions, because words are easy. Everybody can be words. We all know every word we need to know in our language. But it only takes certain people to know how to do certain actions. And that's why we say in the Accountable Marine Corps, faith in action. Faith in action. And you can have faith in your actions because you know that because it is an action, it will get a result. Big or small, it will get a result. 
So faith in action. Yeah. Faith in action. Oof. I, I like that one. I like that quote. Not even a quote, but it's like, you know, it's a mentality. Just a quote. It's a mentality. It's a mindset. It's a way of life. You gotta have faith in action. Action does get you results. And and, and lack of action, of course, gets you lack of results. These people have lack of action because they're using the same action. They ain't going to get no different results. They're going to get the same one over and over. And I'm kind of ashamed. Me personally, I'm very sad and I'm very ashamed in these protesters because they they have a good message. But their mindset is, is clouding that. They got good hearts. These people got good hearts, a good message. And they really stand for something good, but they don't have the mindset to know what it takes to do it. That you can't just be submissive and all peaceful and rainbowing and shit. You need to sometimes get nasty, dirty, brown, gray, and gritty. And just being all kind and peaceful. What is that going to get you? It's yeah. going to get you corrupt police officers. They're going to ambush you and take advantage of you and walk over you. And you ain't going to be able to do nothing to stop you, nothing to defend yourself because you just said, let's be peaceful. Okay, we can be peaceful in the beginning, but when we are getting unwarranted disrespect and brutality from the police officers, then, then, then that peace shit needs to go out the window because you're just going to keep being peaceful and they're just going to keep brutalizing you. You being peaceful will not stop them. You fighting back will stop them. If it doesn't stop them, it shows them that, oh shit, this motherfucker fights back. These motherfuckers all fought back. They actually stand a chance. We need to either be careful or we need to just fucking go harder in the paint next time. But I don't care. Regardless, you will get a result. And if the police decide they're going to adapt to you and they're going to go harder on the paint. Well, that just gives you more reason to adapt. That just gives you less reason to defend yourself and stand up and use force when necessary. That gives you more reason to. Yeah, it gives you more reason to adapt, change up your strategy. And then at that point, you need to use guerrilla tactics because eventually, like I said, it needs to be a revolution. Like Aaron said, it needs to be a revolution. It needs to be a revolt because this is exactly history repeating itself. When the British troops oppressed all those fucking colonies and them people didn't just sit there and take it. They didn't sit there and peacefully protest. They revolted. And they got, guess what they got? A whole revolution started. A whole country was born out of their revolution. Not peaceful protest. Did George Washington and the Minutemen peacefully protest against British troops? Let me ask that question. Of course not. Hell no. And I bet you if they, they did at first, at first they were they were peacefully protesting, they they got and they said no taxation without representation. And they peacefully protest at first. They began peaceful. They started off peaceful. But then the British troops massacred them. And after they massacred them, they said, All right, time for peace is over. So these protests need you can be peaceful in the beginning, but when they show you that force and that violence and brutality, even when you was being peaceful, then it's time for you to say, Fuck that. I should go to the window. But you know why Americans don't have that mindset no more? Because they they because they don't want all that violence. They don't want to have force because they too bitch. They too pussy to do it. They too scary. 
Uh, they afraid. They afraid that whenever they fight back and revolt back against these police acts being brutal, oh, the National Guard will, will come after us. Oh, the police will come after us. Motherfucker, the British troops came after the Minutemen, and they still revolted. Yep. They still had their revolution. That just gave them. That didn't scare them and deter them from fighting. That gave them more reason to fight because it showed them they will keep oppressing us regardless, peaceful or revolutionary. They will oppress us. So we might as well just get revolutionary in this bitch and show them who the fuck they're dealing with. And no, people these days want to be like Martin Luther King, just be peaceful because it's easier. And at the end of the day, it isn't even easier. It's actually worse because they'll just keep oppressing you. They'll just keep seeing, oh, he's being peaceful no matter what I do to him. So I'll do whatever I want to. But if you revolt, yeah, they'll come after you. But at least you know you can fight back. Being so lazy that you're working hard to be lazy, thus mm-hmm. defeating the purpose. Rather than working smarter. These yeah. motherfuckers could do it, man. These motherfuckers could really organize and get what they need to get. But you can't just organize, you know, rallies and protests. You need to organize and organize and strategize. You need to come up with plans, tactics, strategies, organize your gear and equipment, you know, come with guerrilla tactics, you know, learn what the police can and can't do, learn what they got, learn what they don't have, what they do have, adapt to, counter, what they don't have, take advantage of that. Yes, sir. That's what we need to do. Yeah. And if they need help. The Congo Association got them. Got them covered. But shit. We ain't gonna do everything for them. That's up to them. What will they do? That's the question. I hope they do the right thing. I hope you know, I, I really kinda do hope they listen to what I'm saying and they do what I'm I'm saying they should do. Because they're using the same thing over and over again. They will get the same results, and we won't get no change. And then it'll just be like, bro, all this was for nothing. I'll be damned if all this ends up where we just all go back to normal. Like nothing happened. I'll be damned. I'll be mad. Alton Sterling. Everybody else. George Floyd. Trayvon Martin, all of the motherfuckers, all their deaths would be for nothing. If we just, if we be damned and dare ourselves to go back to normal. Fuck that. Motherfucker, we dare defend our rights and we dare defend our liberties. We better not dare go back to the way we fucking were. Like nothing happened. No, we better keep protesting. We better keep protesting as long as it takes. Because the longer we protest, the more annoying we become, the louder we get. But we also need to stop protesting. We need to start revolting. Whenever we be peaceful in the beginning, but when they when they get stupid, we fight back. Yep. But if they remain peaceful, we remain peaceful. If they can start getting crazy, we start getting crazy. And then we take that mother over. And if they massacre us, that should not deter us. That should give us more reason to fight. Because the minute men had that mentality, 
they knew they couldn't just peacefully protest no more. Time to get your arms. Time to get your rifles. Get your gear. Get your shit. And get ready. As they say, all is fair in love and war. Yeah. So we'll shit. These motherfuckers don't want no war. Okay, then uh, don't do what it takes to start one. Cause if it's gonna be civil war, so be it, man. Shit, they asked for it, we adapted to it. They asked for it, we answered it. We ain't the ones asking. We just the ones who need to get ready for it. Rather than not, we ask for it. We still need to prepare for it. It don't matter who asked and what you asked for. It matters what's coming. Exactly. So, if these protesters go in the right direction, if they go in the right direction and they know that it's time to fight back and stand up, I'm going to stay. I'm going to side with them. They organize enough. But if they keep doing the same peaceful bullshit, I'm leaving this country. I'm gone. Y'all motherfuckers can stay here, but I'm not. I don't, I'm blame, out. You. I don't blame you. Because I'd be... I'd rather stay and, and fight alongside people I know are going to fight back. You know? Then leave like bitch when the fight breaks out. But if motherfuckers stay here and they no they never open their eyes and realize that they're powerful enough to fight back and that they can do it. It's been done before by American ancestors who fought back against something more powerful than them, and they still won in the end. If they could do that, these motherfuckers can do it. But if they don't realize that, I'm leaving. I'm going to leave their asses here, and I'm just going to watch. I'm going to shake my head, too. I may just follow you and go to Britain. Britain. I'm not going to Britain. Shit, no. They gonna be just. They just bad. Well, what Britain got? They races over there too. Yeah, they are. But here's here's my reasoning. At least it doesn't pretend. Not pretend, but it has. America has the freedom, but it has all the opportunities to do what she can do or want to do. Capitalist and everything, but they don't. They it's so capitalist sometimes that it becomes what it's against. So you better, you might as well be better off going against a rival country or a country that's opposing from America. You know what I mean? So it's like, what's the point then? Man, I'm going to a black run nation. I'm. I gotta sound like I gotta sound like one of the butterhead. But look, dead ass. You know, a lot of countries that are ran by white folk, man. With them in power, sadly, they really just like the U.S. Fuck that. I'm not going to Europe. I'm not going to Russia. I'm not going to none of those fucking countries. I'm not Russian. I'm going to the motherfucking motherland, and I'm going to be there. I'm not going to say what country I'm going to. I'm just saying that's where I'm going to be. I ain't going to no white countries. Hell no. I look. I looked at the chart. 13 free running. Homegirl hooked me up with the chart. That showed me racism and intolerance across Europe. I saw them percentages and the numbers and them statistics. Boy, them countries and racism. Them, 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 them countries racist hell in Europe. Fuck no. I, I'm going to the motherland. People don't people don't think Africa a good place to go to. Fuck, you'd be surprised. 
Africa got the shit you need. It may have some uh, iffy places, you know, but shit, as a color man, as a man, you better off out there. Probably. Nah, me. Nah, me. But, but you do make sense. And that's just me, but regardless, I'm leaving this fucking country. These motherfuckers don't fight. And these motherfuckers be peaceful. They just be peaceful regardless of the force that's shown to them. I'm leaving. I'm, and if they go back to normal, if they stop, if they, they just give up, I'm definitely leaving. And I'm never coming back to stay ever again. Because it's one thing when your oppressors keep their racist and oppressive ways and mindset. But it's a whole nother when the people that want to stand against them give up and they don't know how to stand up to them. That is one thing. Hmm. And then that'll just be saying that 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 would just be saying like the very victims themselves say in the end, it just doesn't matter, man. And I'm like, y'all are motherfuckers that went out here and protested. You stood up, you did your shit. And then you just give up. You go back to normal. You go back to your normal everyday fucking life. Look, man. If you can show up to a protest, show up to one. But go prepared. Bring your shit. Bring gear. Bring a gas mask. Not the little stupid ass anime kawaii coronavirus mask. Fuck that gay shit. Bitch, this ain't no anime. You ain't Japanese. Put your mask away. Put your corona mask away. Bring your gas mask. Bring your tactical mask. All right? Bring your fucking gear. Take off your stupid ass Black Lives Matter shirt. You need to put on some Black Lives Matter body armor. All right. You better go out there with some fucking tactical gear in this bitch. All right, motherfucker. You need, you want to be blackical. All right, then be blackical tactical. All right. You better fucking go out here with the strap. Fuck. Yo, AR-15, not this stupid ass fuck. Put down the signs, pick up the guns. Take off the Black Lives Matter shirts, put on Black Lives Matter body armor. Take off the coronavirus Black Lives Matter masks and put on a Black Lives Matter gas mask and get ready. It is time to stop going all kawaii uwu bullshit on these motherfuckers. It's time to be ready and prepared so when they get a fool with act a fool, you got the shit you need to handle they shit. Because you need to adapt and strategize. What the police have, adapt to it. What they don't have, take advantage of that. But again, if these motherfuckers learn all that shit, if they get their mindset right and they know it's time to fight, I'm going to stay and I will fight with them motherfuckers and help them organize, show them what the fuck they got to do, you heard? And show them how to fight the man and the oppressor. Show them how to bring Uncle Sam and Jim Crow to his fucking knees. But if they asses out here, they talking, oh, we just be peaceful. I'm Y'all can be peaceful in death. Hey, that's fair, man. Do what you got to do. Yep, they going to be peaceful in them graves. Fuck, you can rest in peace. That's when you can have peace. When you dead. But as long as you alive and you say Black Lives Matter, you want to fight the fight. All right, then, fight. Fuck. Hmm. 
Don't say something, not be about it. Yeah. I was want to say black lives stop police brutality and injustice. All right, then. Get your strap. Get your strap. You better hit. You better. You better find yourself a redneck friend, or find yourself a redneck who and making your friends. So you can ask, hey man, can I borrow your your strap for a little minute? Can we get your? Can we borrow access to your firearms one day? All right, and all your gear. You motherfuckers better go learn how to use a gun, train yourself, use firearms, and go find you some fucking gear. If you can't find your gear and afford it, you can at least makeshift it. Gorilla shit. Craft your own. Do it yourself. Build it yourself. Way get ready. Prepare. Because I know something is coming. I don't just think. I'm not going to sit here and wait. Something is coming. And if these motherfuckers don't prepare for it, this shit really won't matter in the end. But if these motherfuckers get their head out their ass and they pull their shit out their cheeks, then they fucking actually have a chance. If they fucking get their minds right to get ready. Either way... Motherfuckers, it's been a good one. We kept it real. Uh, we out this bitch. Shit, y'all have a good one. Stay safe. Look at this situation with an open mind, open eyes, open ears, and a closed mouth. When I say that, I mean watch yourself because nothing is as it seems. So uh, we out this motherfucker. We kept it real. We fucked around with the fuck around. We done bullshitting. Catch y'all motherfuckers later. You heard? Take care. A power. A victory. A down.